time it is it's time for another episode of the jungle gyms podcast i am your host mark welcome to the show listen i haven't asked this in a while um but you know i see that our audio audience is how shall i say significantly larger than our youtube audience so my point is i would love if some more of you could jump over and join us on the jungle gyms international market youtube and guess what i'm gonna make it worth your while we're constantly making fun shorts uh things that if you're not following us on other forms of social media like instagram or tiktok um, but you can find great little content like that. Uh, we make separate videos from the podcast that are usually shorter form that you can watch in your spare time. Things like, well, right now we're working on a video all about different pizzas in the store, for example. I'm actually really excited to show you that one. You'll see products uh, even earlier than the podcast sometimes pop up there, even though we will talk about like, you know, may see things like the, this ghost hydration drink and... Uh, this one was, just came in recently to us. It's actually really, really good. I don't drink a ton of energy drinks, but I do love the hydration stuff. So I'm always curious when you meet these things. And I found a bunch of really good ones lately. I gotta say too, I, a Ghost always gets really fun like candy flavors. And while they have those here, like the Sour Patch Kids, weirdly, the one I thought I was gonna hate, the Lemon Lime, not hate, I guess, but like, you know, I would, you try the flavor and you're like, yeah, that's fine. I'm never buying that one. Uh, I thought that was gonna be the flavor here. And realistically, while they were all pretty good, this Lemon Lime one kind of went crazy. Uh, it almost tastes like, kind of took tasted like you took a lemonade and a limeade together instead of what I would normally say is lemon lime flavor. It's kind of, it's like that weird, I don't know, I, it, like the ice pop note. I, I'm diving in too deep on a single beverage, but anyway, that's the kind of content you can expect there. So maybe give me a subscribe there. You can do that thing that we all wanna do, which is right, just put it in the background. That's all podcasts are. You just occasionally hear a trigger word and then you're like, oh wait, what were they talking about? So now, if you're watching on YouTube, you can put that in the background. You don't have to watch it. But then if you're like, wait, what ghost hydration energy drink is he talking about? Then you can cut right over here. And instead of just listening to me, you're like, oh my gosh, look, there's a look, he's holding it on camera right now, crazy. What a world. Oh my gosh, uh, this is the second time I taped this. I accidentally hit the wrong button and then removed my card before the uh, com recording was complete. So that was pretty cool. So I don't even know how genuine I was gonna be, but guess what? It's the week after we did Super Bowl already. We did that last week and I'm pulling up. I, I, I broke my ankle for in the short form um, this weekend. So anyway, instead of walking to get the paper copy, I'm using the Jungle Gyms app, which is now available on Android and iOS to throw you some deals. So obviously we got Valentine's Day. Today, the release day of this episode is Valentine's Day. And you know, I always think about doing some sort of like love in the jungle segment where you can go ahead and we can talk about people who've either dated or met their partners here, that kind of stuff. Uh, we can talk all kinds of things, but you know what? There's always so much drama around it. So then I realize every year I'm like, this might not be a great idea at all. Uh, our relationship's fun people. Yeah, right. Uh, so anyway, let's go in, in here on the deal. And so we're doing some Valentine's deals. Look, I always talk about us having a guy and we got a guy, his name's Lou. And he's got one of, I think one of my favorite deals because I tried them on Friday, this past Friday. Um, these fudged ice brownies. It's a crazy deal. It's like four giant brownies for like three, three forty nine 
almost said 350. I don't want to take an extra penny from you. Um, they are delicious though, and bring me a lot of good vibes, and they'll bring your sweetie some good vibes too. I saw some deals. We've got like lint truffles. They're doing the giant heart boxes. Those are three dollars off this week, only $9.99. Compare that with a bottle of Prosecco if you're into drinking. But if you're not into drinking, we got buy two, excuse me, buy two, get one free on Pepsi two liters. So you got a little NA action there too. There's all kinds of things and toy department here. Jeffrey's running 15% off um, on all of our Valentine's Day gifts. And by the way, this ad is for both stores. So um, it's a combo from both teams there. Sorry, not to just call it Jeffrey, but I'm like, wait a second. I don't know the Eastgate power structure intently enough to say it out loud. So I know that I love you all over there too. Uh, I also saw some Giardelli duet hearts. They're a dollar off, $6.99, big bag of chocolate. Get someone you love some chocolate. I think Connie's running some flower deals here too. I'm pretty excited about that. You can't go wrong with any of this. Okay. Now, um, this next, the main segment this week, I thought this would be kind of fun, uh, especially when Nick, Nikki pitched it. So let me let me throw it back a year. About a year or so ago, I meet this lady online, uh, and I don't remember the specifics of it really at this point, except that I'm pretty sure it's how I meet a lot of my friends these days, which is someone will post a picture of something delicious, and I go, wow, that looks delicious. And then eventually I go, hello, where can I acquire said delicious thing? What's your deal? Uh, and so that happened here too. And it was one of those funny things where Nikki, so I'll call her my friend now too. I, I joked with her recently. I was like, I don't like to put that responsibility on anyone else, but we love her and we love her business, Oishi Sushi Bakes. So I saw this online and you know, at first it's, look, it's, and we joke about this in the interview, it's a casserole, right? So I'm just like, hmm, white people food with an Asian flair. Does this belong in the Facebook group called white people making Asian food? Uh, but then I was like, oh, it's an Asian, Asian lady making it. This is probably gonna be good. So I reached out, we became friends. She offers to bring me one. And if you can't tell by looking at me, looking at me I have not said no to many a free meal. And she was like, so he came in, we had a great segment and the segment really popped off. And she said something nice about it, but I, I always struggle with this part because I never want it to be like an ego thing. Like that's the power of my show. <laughs> uh, but the segment was really beneficial to her. And in a world now where we're seeing like all kinds of independent businesses and restaurants and things like that shutter their doors. I just read an article this weekend about a business here in town. They opened a, I mean, it sounded like a bad idea, nothing personal, but it was like, they were selling like $60 dozen donuts and they were very bougie. But the thing is, <laughs> that's not important. It's crazy to think that this business opened and closed within five months, right? Um, so it's really nice to see somebody thriving in this kind of, uh, how shall I say, hellscape that we get to live in. So recently, Nikki hit me up and she goes, hey, Mark, what if we did a follow-up episode just to see what's going on? And she and I were thinking, like, yeah, we'll do another short segment like we did last time. It was great. Uh, and then she goes, oh, I have another idea. Uh, mutual friend, Ben, a.k.a. Fat Ben's Bakery, uh, he's doing something for me. What if I bring him on the show? It's like, oh my gosh, I love Ben. Ben is an incredible baker, independent business. Another one that's killing it. Uh, he does a lot of the, he'll do all kinds of stuff, right? Like his cookies are to die for. He did this pickle pie this summer that we got to try that was out of control good. He is now the newest holiday staple in my house because he does these like Thanksgiving pumpkin pies that'll blow your mind. Even if, if you're someone that's heard me say pumpkin pie and go, I hate pumpkin pie. You, this pie will legitimately change your mind. It's like the gateway drug for actual pumpkin pie. Um, but he was doing uh, a couple things and she's like, hey, I'm gonna have him do an, like an is it cake style, if, if you know what I mean, where it's like you make something that looks like not cake and then you cut into it and it's cake. Um, 
And Ben's really good at that. She's like, hey, I'm going to have him do a sushi bake. That'll be great, right? And we're like, oh, of course it is. All right, so let's do it. So anyway, we brought both of them in here. And if you've been following along on social, you've been seeing some of the shorts that I put together that are like, hey, I want you to guess. So now, today, you're going to find out. I thought it was really hard, especially, at, you know, we intentionally lit it fun and tried to do it remotely because, you know, you you don't want... If, if you look at anything incredibly detailed, it's very easy. That's why on those shows, they make everybody judge from like 20 feet away. You just kind of got to guess and hope for the best. Um, but the cake was delicious and the conversation was great. And... You know what? I'm going to stop yammering. Let's just dive right into this. Okay. Meet, if you haven't met, let's welcome back Nikki from Oishi Sushi Bakes and welcome to the show for the first time, Ben of Fat Ben's Bakery. Nikki, we're here celebrating our anniversary. Happy anniversary. Thank you <laughs> so much. Yeah. Well, again, Nikki, Oishi Sushi, Oishi, uh, I'm blowing it already. How about you say the name so I don't look like an idiot on camera, even though I'm going to leave this part in. Oishi. <laughs> Oishi. Sorry, See? you had to cut that I out. I started. Yeah. I Yeah, right? It's uh, Oishi Sushi Bakes. Thank you so much. So we are here celebrating a year in for you. So congratulations. Thank you so much. Yeah, and I, honestly, I would. I'm really glad that we met through the show and got to do all this stuff. We got a fun year coming up here. Yes. And but I want to make sure I tease this episode properly. I'm sure I did in the lead up, but today we're doing sushi bakes versus sushi cakes. So I'm excited to see a if everybody voted online uh, and to figure out which one is which. Which is why I'm also going to introduce our next guest. Ben of Fat Ben's Bakery. Hi, Ben. Hello, hello. Dude, welcome. Thank you. I'm glad we're finally doing this. For too. sure. So, yeah. Me too. Yeah, and we've known each other for a little while now. Yeah. You've been a staple at my uh, Thanksgiving and now Christmas oh, for yeah. the last couple of years. I keep forgetting you got Christmas stuff too. Now. Dude, I got yeah. so many Christmas pies. It was out of control. Like, uh, But it was great. It was like every time I showed up at someone's house, I had something to bring. And for I was sure. like, cool, this is great. I was always concerned though because you'd be like, it'd be like four days afterwards. You picked it up and you're like, oh, we're getting ready to eat this. And I'm like, I hope it's still good. Well, I'll be honest with you. A lot of it is that I just forgot to text you every time okay. I ate well, that's, one. That's good. <laughs> that makes me feel a little bit better about Dude, it. Dude, they were so good. But hey, but before we go too much into how much I enjoy eating what you're doing, why don't you tell us, like, you know, tell us yeah. a little bit about Fat Ben's. Who are you? Why are you here? Okay, I'm here because, well, Nikki asked me to be here. Um, I love Ben, by the way. Yeah. Well, and, it, and his pies. Well, yeah, because I, I met you through just randomly ordering Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving pies. Thanksgiving Mostly pies. crust. Uh, pumpkin pie. Yeah, most so good. Yeah, world famous. Well, at least Cincinnati mm -hmm. famous now. Um, that counts. Yeah. For most people in Cincinnati, that's the only world yeah. they know. I feel like not a lot of people remember who I am until Thanksgiving rolls around. They're like, <laughs> oh, crap, we need to order a pie, like now. So, unlike my dad, who orders Frisch's pies. <laughs> Frisch's, get a pie there. Um, no, so... Today's episode. No. Yeah. I, um, I don't know. I, I hate talking about myself, like I said, but right. you know, I used to be a chef in Manhattan for like six and a half years. Moved yeah. home. Got really tired of working for people when I thought I could do it myself. Sure. So, yeah, I started off just doing, like, you know, normal bakery stuff, donuts, like some small cakes, whatever. And it's crazy because sometimes, like, to make myself feel better, like, if I do a cake and I'm not sure about it, I'll scroll all the way back, like, eight years ago when I started, and I'll be like, oh, no, okay, so I'm definitely better now versus, like, where I was. So, but now that's basically what I do. I strongly just do a lot of, like, weddings um, birthday cakes, things like that. And occasionally yes. I do cookie orders and stuff like that. Dude, I still think about the time you came to visit me here randomly and you brought me some of the, it was the salted chocolate, chocolate chip. chip. Yeah. <sighs> Dude. I think I've had that at a Prasco yeah. event once. And yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. Prasco is great because they actually hired me to do just like all their like event stuff. Mm -hmm. So their Christmas stuff and like they do a whole bunch of like different theme nights there. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I do. And they allow me to do what I want. So yeah. the salted chocolate chip cookie is always a staple because people go nuts. It goes them. so hard. That's because there's a special ingredient that goes into it. And it's funny because people will be like, I swear, did you put like 
it tastes like caramel or something. I'm like, yeah. no, no, like it's just, yeah, it's just a spiller. It's what makes it stand out from everybody else's chocolate chip cookie. Exactly. I, well, one day I hope to find out what it is, but I won't ask on air just to be <laughs> safe. But thank you. They are really, yeah. it is a cookie that lives rent free in my head. Kind of like your sushi bakes, to be oh, honest with you. That's how this all works. That's why I was like, yes, come on back. Let's do this. <laughs> um, okay. So I do have notes for you, Nikki. So I want to make sure we get through some of the important stuff. So you are a year into the business. Yes. How many sushi bakes do you think you've made since you started? You know, I had to count before this, um, and I think it's <laughs> over 700 sushi bakes oh, wow. since um, February 16th, which is our anniversary date. And um, and that's of varying sizes, of course. You know, like sure. it's hundreds of mini ones, um, but many, many regular size and large ones as well. That's amazing. Damn, that's a lot of sushi bakes. I'm just is, this like your, is this like your full-time job, though? Absolutely not. Oh, it wow. It is very, very part-time. Wow. Yes. Would you, when you say very, very part-time, would you say that almost full-time? Because I mean, if you're doing that many, I feel like you're... Nights and weekends, yeah. Uh, but I still have a full nine to five regular, wow. and I travel a lot for work, too. Wow. That's amazing. Good for you. Yeah, seriously. Congratulations. That's Thank crazy. So I'm just sitting here thinking about how much time it would take to make one of these, and I'm like, oh, 700. That's like two a day. You know, that's, that's funny that you say that because anybody who's been in my kitchen and helped me um, make the sushi bakes, the most common thing they say is, I never knew how much work this takes. Like, everyone is like, oh my gosh, like, it takes a lot of work to make sushi bakes. You're probably like an oiled machine now, though. Yeah. It's probably just like, pop, 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 and yeah. then get it done. I have a really good sous chef now, which is my niece. Oh, but, um, Aww, that's awesome. She is amazing, and I just, I probably can't do it because I'm pregnant now, and I have less energy, but she's been great. Sure. That's, and you know, I actually had some questions about that, too, because I was going to say, obviously, well, you know, before we do that, how many pop-ups do you think you've done? Did you count that by any chance? Yes. So I've only done three pop-ups. Um, I wanted to do them quarterly. Um, oh, cool. Uh, so I kind of did them quarterly. Yeah. So the first one was at Wyoming Meat Market. Okay. Amazing first experience pop-up we sold out. Um, second one was at the Farmer's Market in Hamilton. Okay. And the last one I did was in the fall was at Longfellow's Bar in OTR. Oh, cool. Loved, loved Mike, the owner. Um, yeah. The whole staff there, the yeah. vibe, just I've never I, I've never done a pop up at a bar. That was really fun. Oh, that's but so yeah, cool, that was that was probably like yeah one of my favorite experiences this past year. Well, around that, so you mentioned obviously with the you know well so first off congratulations on the pregnancy of course. Yeah. Uh, I'm assuming that's going to throw a little bit of a wrench in the works yes. this year probably yes. right. So what's yes. the goal? You know I know we're going to talk in detail about some of the goals this year, but like what's the pl maybe this is a good chance? Do you want to do more pop ups? What's the, what's the plan? Yeah, so I'm going to take a few months off for maternity, uh, like a little maternity break, and yeah. then when I come back, I hope to do more of like a kind of have sushi bakes more readily available for people who want to pick it up anytime because okay. one of the feedbacks that I've gotten is like, oh, we have to order and you sell out within like hours of releasing, you know, because what I do is I release um, uh, several dates for the month at the beginning of the month and then within a few hours, people like book it all out. Yeah. And I'd love to do just like maybe like ready-made sushi bakes um, and have them in cafes or bakeries yeah. or delis so yeah. people can just go to like you know there's two places in cincinnati you can get it and then they can just go there whenever they want yeah, smart yeah jungle so. gyms would be a great place for that probably. that would be a fun one yeah <laughs> seriously 
I'd be I'd be curious as to how that would work. Where where what departments do you usually put yours in? Are they like a bakery item? Like where would I they... would say you know like when you go to like either a cafe or a bakery and they have a cold case. Yeah, for sure. That's yeah. what I was thinking when you Yeah, like a cold case yeah. where you would find like pasta salads, where you would find like ready made salads, that mm. kind of thing. Because oh. I can package it up in a way where um, you know, they take it home and then they bake it but everything's ready in like a little package. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. I always love getting them because I've had a couple you did you did my mom's birthday this mm-hmm. year. I I mean, we've done we've done multiple this past year. So thank you for that, too. I love it. It's always super easy. Look, I'm just glad you are two like two brands that show up at all of my important events. now, Right. (laughs) And thankfully, all around ones that I get to eat at. So thanks for that. Uh, Any any ballooning weight, I will pass across the table. (laughs) I will proudly take that from you. (laughs) We can trade. You can finally be fat. Ben. That's it. Yeah. I want to know the story behind the name. Just the other day. It was so funny. So I we were celebrating my brother's birthday and we went to the melting pot. And it was just uh, both of my sisters, him and I. And I had worked out right before I went and I was starving. And I'm like eating the food. And my brother Ryan next to me goes, you're about to go back to being fat Ben. And I'm like, (laughs) and that's basically why my business is called it. So I used to weigh 270 pounds. Yeah. So I used to be like a a huge, huge guy. Um, Up until? uh, Probably until I was 20, 19 is when I started losing weight. And then I got down to like 130 at one point, 135. Yeah, it was, I used, when I lived in New York, I was working a lot. I wasn't sleeping very much. And I, uh, yeah, what ended up happening is I saw myself in a photo and I was like, okay, like you need to put some weight back on. But yeah, Jenny Craig, Palm Beach, Atkins. Yeah, I mean, I lost so much weight and it just became, it was exhausting. But my family loves to remind me of Fat Ben. So they would like, when they're at my parents' house, they would start scouring through like old photos. Yeah. Oh my! My brother's favorite. If you're you, my brother's favorite photo is there's a picture of me. I'm huge, and I have this like giant cooler in my hand <laughs> with like two popped collars, and I'm wearing a horizontal striped shirt. So nothing is like helping me out. Right. But they sent it to me at like 11:30, and they're just like ha ha ha. So I we had tossed around ideas of what to call it, and then we decided to call it Fat Ben's because it was my way of giving them Fat Ben without ruining my body for a second time so right. yeah well thank you for letting me ruin my body yeah. I, <laughs> I can't believe i never asked you that in the yeah. whole time i think maybe i did at one point but i just remember the first time i met you i was like oh that's fat yeah. ben i was kind of like well i'll cut this line up but that guy right yeah. <laughs> I, was just, I was like what well the, the best thing about it so i originally started when i first started catering orders i called myself wondrous baked goods my dad and i would was that for like a year and then my yeah. dad's like that makes no sense like what is that? And I'm like, you know, it's like baked goods that are like wonderful. They're like wondrous. And he's like, that's not a real word. So then we all like sat on the couch and started like brainstorm mm-hmm. what we wanted to call it. And like everyone's just saying anything that revolved big, heavy, fat, even though I'm not fat anymore. Like right. that's just all people wanted to do. So They're like you'll never live that one part of your life. <laughs> I mean, down. honestly, I give it to my dad. He was pretty genius about it because yep. it does allow me to like make connections with strangers because mm-hmm. they're like, oh, like. I'm fat Ben. And then they're just like, well, you're, you're not, not fat. fat. And it's like, well, then let me tell you. So then they walk away being mm-hmm. like, oh, wow. Like, that's a cool story. Yeah, yeah it's a great story. So, and don't they say, isn't the saying like, don't never trust a fat chef? No, a ski chef. Or a ski chef. No, love a fat chef. Yeah, for sure. So never trust a skinny chef. But you can tell them, hey, I was at yeah. one point not skinny. I'm also like... My family on my dad's side, we're like naturally big bone people. Yeah. So like I have to work really hard to like maintain this body. Sure. Um, because I love cookies. I love them. And the other day I made Rice Krispie treats for my family 
and I keep telling myself they're fat free. So like, it's fine. But like I could eat mine are not normal. Mine are like this mm -hmm. big. Yeah. yeah. They're so good, but I could eat like the whole pan. So I cut myself a small piece and then I sent my siblings and my mom home with the rest of them. I was like, <laughs> I can't have these here. So yeah, yeah. I'm still fat at heart. That's awesome. Look, we love that. Yeah, yeah, right. He's like, he has a big heart. Our doctors are calling it enlarged. Yeah. But I'm not going to argue semantics on the uh, mm -hmm. verbiage today. Um, well, okay. And I will, I'll come back to questions, but I just keep looking at this. And one thing I don't know if you mentioned in your setup too, is that the first, one of the first times I ever saw your stuff was that you were doing like, is it, well, well yeah. you, go, you all know, is it cake? And if you don't, I'll probably put a link to it here. Uh, but you were doing the, is it cake thing? I can't remember which the first one I ever saw so, was from you. Yeah. So the first, the reason it became like famous or whatever yeah. was, so for my sister Amanda's birthday every year, I always do like elaborate cakes for her. I always try to like push myself to doing something like that I would normally not do. So if it's not good, it doesn't matter because it's for my sister. Sure. So uh, she loves a good steak dinner. And so we, I, I think we went to Carlos and Johnny's yeah. and I did a entire hyper-realistic steak dinner, corn on the cob, mashed potato, all that stuff. Yeah. And I posted it and like, I remember waking up the next day and it was like shared like 780 times. Like people lost their mind. Yeah. So then I'm just like, okay, like, do I, ha is this like a skill that I didn't realize I had? So then I just started doing more of that. Yeah. And then next thing you know, like City Bee and Cincinnati Magazine started writing all these articles about it. And I like, I felt really good about it. You know, yeah. it's hard when you don't have a storefront, it's very difficult to stand out. Mm -hmm. And so I had to constantly challenge myself to like do new things so people will notice me. Yeah. You know, how do I love myself if other people don't love me? You know what I mean? I totally get it. Yeah, it was like, <laughs> so, don't tell my therapist I agree. Yeah, yeah. Uh. <laughs> but that's basically how it started. And after that I did like, oh my God, I don't even know, like there's so many cakes. But then after a while it sort of stopped. And then when COVID started, I did a take home COVID like Binax, Binax? I yeah, saw I that so. one. Yeah. yeah, I did that test mm -hmm. and I posted that. And next thing I knew, like Fox 19 and WLWT were over at my house, like <laughs> filming me because I made this like super politically correct post yeah. about this thing. And that was great because then it kind of put me back in the spotlight again. Yeah, so, that's awesome. Did they minutes. ever reach out to you, the company that makes the Binax? No, they didn't, which is surprising. Did you tag them? I did tag them. Okay. They're probably like, this guy probably has enough of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, I'm, I'm pretty antisocial, so I was pretty good about avoiding getting most of that. But yeah, that's my cool. My family, on the other hand, they tend to get it quite often. Oh, that sucks. Well, I did miss Christmas because of it, though. Did or did not? Did. I oh, did yeah. miss Christmas. This, this past Christmas? No, it was that year I made the box. Yeah. And I think, I can't remember the post, but it said something like, um, hey, Merry Christmas, so glad you're here, but would you mind taking this test before you come in the house? <laughs> I think that's what it said. And it was so spot on to like everything that was going on. So, yeah. yeah. I remember that year. That was a year of weird cakes in general. I remember on my birthday that year, everyone was like, we'll get them a, uh, because everyone was sold out of toilet paper. I remember getting, yeah, somebody had me a toilet paper roll. My mom had rather, had me made, uh, had made for me a toilet paper roll one, which I thought was really funny. Cause I've been team bidet since prior to the yeah. pandemic. So I was just like, oh, this is off brand. No, it was very cute. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but that's hilarious. Well, you mentioned Cincinnati yeah. Magazine. So you're not the only one at the table that's been featured no, in Cincinnati Magazine. Why don't you tell me a little bit about your feature, Nikki? Well, Orishi was featured as one of, uh, I think they selected us as one of the city's uh, favorite or best pop-ups, um, along with some of our good friends like Dunch. And that was really oh, exciting. Oh, yeah, we love Dunch, yeah. too. 
love Dutch. Have yeah. you tried? I haven't. We I have heard of Dutch. Yeah. They, okay. Their pop-ups are great. And mm -hmm. now Michael's over at Gabriella and uh, Gatherall there. Oh, yes. man, I love that place. Yeah, it's really so good. So inventive. Like, so inventive. Oh, yeah, we just had dinner together the other night yeah, accidentally. I totally yeah. forgot. On Aspen, we just... <laughs> yeah, it really was. I, was like, I should oh, have been like, I, I knew I would run into some foodies here and that was smart. <laughs> I was sort of curious. I was like, I wonder who else will be there. And I was like, good. So somebody I like. Were you guys at Gatherall? Yeah, so we came up because... So Michael, the one of the chefs there, he is... He's 50% of Dunch. Uh, mm -hmm. And then, but he's also, he's been doing these like uh, countertop chef dinners. Okay. And so he, like he's a just. Like table. Uh, okay. And like tasting court. I mean, it's beautiful. And so, yeah, I got the text and I was like, yeah, I'd love to come try this out. Mm -hmm. It was awesome. It was probably one of the better multi-course meal experiences I've had recently. And I've been eating a lot yeah. of good ones too. Him and Christian Gill are the most recent ones I've done. You They're love both, Christian Gill. Dude, Christian he's Gill. He's so great. He is. It, it, uh, and it's funny now because there's like a running gag that he and I are the same person. And it's true. Uh, <laughs> Moppy from uh, Noodles oh! and I love Noodles Moppy. and Noodles or something. Yeah, yeah I forget the Nice, name nice noodle and Nice, nice noodles. Thank yeah, you. I was um, just like um He decibel. does a great chef yeah. counter too. You should try that one. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's awesome. I We are really lucky, I think, right now in Cincinnati in general that we've got a really look i've been here long enough to remember what it was like before it became what it is now oh yeah but not so long that i don't remember what it was like in other cities i mm -hmm. lived in uh and it's really nice to see how much our food scene has just blossomed oh, absolutely in the last couple of years mm -hmm. i mean it's like look i didn't think i'd be able to go and be like okay which one of these is the real sushi bake <laughs> Honestly, I've been staring the whole morning. All I've been thinking about this sushi week is this Sushi bake didn't interview. even exist uh, two years ago. Well, especially I had never Midwest. even heard of it until until you. Yeah, it's. Uh, I'm surprised that people, most people in Cincinnati, have never heard of it because it it was viral on TikTok during the pandemic. Okay. So well, we didn't viral. use TikTok until 2022 in the oh. Midwest. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's why. We're always last behind. <laughs> like, eh. yeah. We'll get there. Yeah, but even uh, talking about the changing food scene, even. When I moved here in twenty summer of 2020, and since then it's changed a lot. Yeah. I was so excited to find like a good Asian restaurant when I first came here, but now it's like it's hard super not to. inventive. Yeah. And what is a good Asian restaurant to you? Though? Ooh, I love this question. Yeah. Well, if you walk in and you're getting super amazing service and the restaurant looks super clean, it's probably not a Pass. great. Agreed. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. It has to be like look around you. If the customer service is bad, yeah. you know, like if you go on Yelp or something and it's like three stars, uh, we didn't like the customer service. The food is probably amazing. I think about that yeah. all the time. Three and a half stars. Yeah. That's the move. And you're like, oh, and what's, you got to read the comments because if like it's white people mad at the service, you're like, oh, I went to the right one. Yeah. What's the seedy one that like looks sort of seedy that was downtown and it looks like it was like in an abandoned building? Was it's, that the yum yum? I think that's what it was. I, I remember. Did I, think, I miss that? Is it not there anymore? I don't know if it is or not. I've never been, but I, I also think. I remember. I want to say. Maybe is it Phil Armstrong who he was the inventor of Cincy Refined? Phil is a great photographer, does a lot of cool stuff. I swear that he wrote some piece on that, or some someone did because it was like that thing where they were yeah. like, "Is this even a real it's restaurant?" I mean, it was horrific to go by. You would assume that like it was probably the most disgusting <laughs> restaurant, but apparently yeah. people swore by it. Yeah, I never got the chance because I live in Mason, so like yeah. I don't ever get down that way. Yeah, but I mean, people I knew tons of people that went there and thought it was the best. There's a ton of good Asian restaurants in Mason. Area. Which Mason, one do you like Westchester. to go to? I'm curious if, we, if you go to the one that I like to go to. Um, well, I frequent. It's not Mason, but it's kind of near there. Um, Saigon Noodle Bar. Okay. And then yep. there's a my favorite Chinese in the area, the suburbs area. I live in uh, Liberty Township. Okay. So yeah, you're not, not far. too far. Yeah. 
I like Sichuan chili. Oh, Sichuan I thought you were chili. Saying, I thought you said Sichuan bistro. No, Sichuan bistro. That's, that's another good one. But if yeah. you like Sichuan bistro, you should also try uh, Sichuan chili. Sichuan yeah. chili rules. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like any restaurant where they go in and they hand you the white people menu and then you go, no, thank you. I'll yeah. take yeah, the real authentic. menu. I want authentic. And yes, they're like, you need okay. To ask for the Chinese yeah. menu. Yeah, yeah. The always worth it. Yeah, the authentic sizzling beef, man. I'll eat it. And it's yeah. so good. And then I regret every second of it the next day. <laughs> I'm like, why do I do this to myself? <laughs> I want to shout out uh, Sung over there at Dolsat Bistro in Mason too. That's oh, what yeah. I, he's great. And he's like one of, actually, you know, thinking about uh, multi-course plated meals, he did a really great one. Well, it was 2022, mm-hmm. I think actually. It was one of the best things I've had. And I haven't seen, I feel bad. I haven't seen it. Well, you know, I live in Kentucky. So I'm like yeah. coming to Mason is like an adventure. <laughs> For sure. I come here, I drive 40 minutes each way to work yeah. because they're paying me. Right. Uh, I love you Sung and I hope you're doing well. <laughs> Um, no, that's so good. Damn, there's a lot of good food. It's Sichuan chili, though. That's yes, Sichuan chili. Crazy. Mason is booming right now. It they really have, is. I mean, they got the Dorothy Lean Market opening, right. and then they have, like, yeah. I think they're opening in We don't eat. talk about them on this show, Ben. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're wonderful people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Cut that out. No. But, oh. I mean, they're opening, um, like, it's crazy. It's smart. I don't know why it's taking so long because it's so heavily populated. You'd think, but yeah, yeah. But they're bringing like the Eagle over there, like most of OTR. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So basically, where the Panda Express is, that little strip center, right. right behind it, I think they're opening like the Eagle and what else is an OTR? I forget now, but what's uh, the uh, Mexican restaurant? Uh, Bakersfield. Oh, oh Bakersfield. Oh. I was thinking yeah. of Gomez. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Great. All of Bakersfield. So it's like, I'm never going to have to leave Mason ever again because it's all just going to be right there. Why not? Yeah. I mean, look, I think that's kind of like where things are kind of going to a certain point that like culture and a local sense is kind of becoming homogenized and that yeah like i've got the otr location but like you can go to the one in mason Mason super ethnic by the way it's crazy it's that's where i want to end up like i want to move from liberty to mason because it's so diverse and the food food scene is starting to like be really good in mason i always i feel like liberty looks the way i think mason should look if that makes sense okay but i feel like liberty is definitely a little more well i won't name names but we talked about some places that yeah. definitely feel like white, very and I don't, look, whatever. Yeah. I don't care. White people food. Um, yeah. But you know what I mean? And there's nothing wrong with that inherently. Mm-hmm. It's when it's like, what's my favorite Facebook group? Uh, white people making Asian dishes. I don't know if you there's ever a, thought. I oh need, my I gosh. It is, yeah. Well, yeah, it is Absolutely. hilarious. It's so funny because it's always just like, yeah, everything looks disgusting. And oh, it's also, like, so funny. when you go into an Asian restaurant, peek into the kitchen to see who's making the food. Okay. Yeah. If it's... um. If it's not Asian people, maybe it won't be the best Asian food you ever. Okay. But, yeah. But actually, Mexican chefs make really good Asian food. I was really just gonna Asian say the Hispanic chefs are yeah. always like I was like, look if they're yeah. Asian or Hispanic, yes. we're in for a good Agreed. time. The food scene right now, I do feel like it is expanding and it is becoming amazing. Mm-hmm. But I do feel like food has become a huge gimmick, and I'll just put it out there. Oh, for sure. Like, I mean, we just talked about a certain donut place. <laughs> and um, I just feel like sometimes, like, <laughs> I'll say, like, no, thank a, yeah, you. I agree it. with him fully. I but. will say things that other people won't say, but at the end of the day, like, sometimes, like, there is such thing as, like, enough is enough. Right. Like, you don't need to make, I don't know, on top of my head, an apple fritter the size of a small SUV. Like, right. no one needs the For sure. Them. Exactly. So, <laughs> you're like, are we contributing to the health in a beneficial way? Probably. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That is true. I mean, that's that, coming from a bakery. The, so. <laughs> the apple fritter that you are referencing to was comically. I mean, like, he's not exaggerating well, How big all. are like we he, talking? Probably bigger than what you just did with your hands. Bigger than this? No, seriously, that's I mean, not, not a joke. joke. Yeah. It was like one of those where I was just like, oh, if you told me that was like three pancakes, I would believe it. That. has to be you like, I mean? think it's probably like a 10 by 10. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. And the, uh, the so cinnamon the size roll. Of this- 
plate. Oh, yeah, yeah I would say it's like, yeah. Probably the cinnamon like, roll, oh I think, is probably two thirds of your dish. Oh my gosh. Yes, wow. which I guess I just spoiled which one is which, but that's fine. <laughs> uh, Cut that out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, the biggest problem is that like, I don't have any uh, like willpower. So like, if I bought a cinnamon roll that was that big, yeah. I would eat it all and exactly. then get violently sick. Yep. Yeah, and I know it's not their fault because- No, that's what know, the people I, want. Exactly, but the thing is like, I, yeah, I don't want to eat it all, but if it's there, you know, it's a baked good. If you don't eat it then, like, it's not going to be good the next day. Of course. It's just not. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's a good point, which is why I try to eat four of your pies on one exactly. day. Exactly. I really did. I spread it out, I think, over two days this time, and it was all good. It worked out great. And it was, listen, I will say, even though I know you just said that, I think your stuff holds up pretty good. I do think oh. it lasts, yeah. like, like, the pies, like, the leftovers last, I would say, like, five or seven days. Yeah. For me. Okay, for the record, I am not paying these people to say <laughs> this. Yeah, you're not. I mean, no, I mean, if anything, we're paying you to, for letting oh. us say it. Dude, oh. seriously, I had, this was really funny. My friend Jesse came over a couple of weeks, uh, like, or not a couple of weeks, but, like, probably five or six days into it, because I was like, listen, I have, like, four thirds of a pie. You know what I mean? And I was like, would you like to come try this? I'll, I'll put on a pie buffet. She's going through. She's like, these are incredible. Cause she's been following you for a long time, but oh. it's always like either misses the launch of the pie or whatever. And I was like, I'll just get you one this year, you know? And then I forgot to do that. And I bought him. For I think you're my, I think you're my biggest client. You love, I mean, you get me in business. Oh man. That. Cause he doesn't buy one. He'll buy like, I'll run the them. line. I just yeah. want to try him. Dude, yeah. the thing is I'm a, I'm a variety person. Same. So I, I do also struggle a little bit with the, if it's there, I'll eat it all. Mm -hmm. So, which is why I'm always like, great. I can try some of this and then I can pawn it off on everybody else mm -hmm. so that I can just be like Let's normal. Let's do a pie party fat. next. Next Thanksgiving. Oh, man. Oh, oh, I love making pies. Yeah. Okay, I'm in for that. I'll host a pie party. Yeah. We got a uh, we got deviled egg party in here next week. So we'll oh, start that's going to smell so bad. I can't wait. Yeah. Have you Today ever episode tried, sponsored sorry. by Renews It. Have you ever <laughs> tried deep fried uh, deviled eggs? You know what's funny? I just did at uh, Bee's Barbecue and OTR. Oh, good to know they have it because yes. the place that I used to get it at don't, don't, doesn't Where was it, though? Um, The Golden Lamb in Lebanon. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. How was, how was it? It's okay. It used to be so yeah. good. Here's oh, wait, the, the restaurant? Yeah, the, the restaurant. It's okay. You go to Golden Lamb not to have the most amazing food you've ever had. You yeah. go there for the history. I love like yes. reading through, you know, what Golden Lamb, like all the precedents that have stayed and dined there. And you go for their awesome gift shop. And you know, just oh, for the control. experience. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. you don't go to be like, I'm gonna have the most amazing meal of my life. Well, if I want to go to a gift shop, I'm gonna go to a place. I don't. Oh God, what's it called? Cracker Barrel. Yeah. <laughs> they, have yeah. the they have the best gift shop. Similar yeah. type of gift shop, yeah. though. For yeah. Sure. When this Cracker is over, I want to tell you something. I'm gonna do at Cracker Barrel. I think you're. I think it's really funny. Uh, that's that is kind of a good point. Yeah. And they're, uh, you know, best I will say the shop. dessert they did for the holiday thing was great. They did this like chocolate peppermint Yule log that was like mm -hmm. that. Oh one. man, I love a Yule log. Me too. I think yeah. I bought a Yule log from you this yeah. year. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I don't normally do them. I used to do them a bunch and I stopped because they are very time consuming. For sure. Yeah. So okay. I like stopped making them and I decided to do them this past year. That's so cool. That I, was, love I think them. the only thing I didn't buy this year, yeah. honestly, I was just like run the menu. <laughs> just just know every time you're going to put something out for any of those no, events, Ben. You're usually just like, what should I have here? And it's like, my dude, like all of them. All of them. Yeah. And then I'm like, sounds so great. different. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I, in my head, I'm always thinking that whenever I try something new, I'm like, I'm going to unlock a new favorite mm -hmm. and yeah. then I can like narrow that lane down. And that was how I felt when I did try the pumpkin pie the first time. And that was one. And I will say this. I don't think Amy watches the show, but my sister is not picky, but she's particular. I think mm -hmm. that's a great way of putting it. And I am always afraid anytime I bring any food over to the house, right? Because she's, she, I like, and I don't know if it's just like some built in sibling thing, you know, whatever, because no, she's yeah. cool. But like, she'll be like, hmm, a lot when I bring stuff over. And I'm like, always rolling when I was like, okay. 
and that was the first time I've ever brought, I'm telling you, in 40 years of my life, I've ever brought anything to the house. And she was like, oh, we got to have that again. Oh. And then was like, I mean, seriously, so I brought it over again this year. Yeah. And she was like, hell yes. It was amazing. So a true testament to what you I mean, that's done. what, it, the thing about it, so I don't really like pumpkin pie because I don't like the texture of it. Sure. So I, I created it so I could eat pumpkin pie. Yeah. Um, but I have been told like every year consistently that it's one of those things where it, that my pumpkin pie can turn the non-believer into a believer. I, I, I totally agree. The, that is the highest compliment you could ever give Dude, me. Dude, the texture's there. It's like light tasting. I mean, it, it's great. And the gingerbread version that you had oh, this yeah. year, oh, that went crazy that hard. Yeah, it was really good. That, that was one... I thought I would like it. I didn't think I'd like it as much as I did, if that yeah. makes sense, where I was like, oh. Because I, I was thinking this year, the um, the cookie butter one. Yeah. I thought that was going to be hands down my favorite. Yeah. And it was definitely top tier, that gingerbread one. That was the one that every time somebody took a bite of it, they were like, they made that face. They're like, oh, what, yeah. what is this? My sister was so pissed that she didn't get the cookie butter one. <gasps> she, I came, I showed up, and my dad's always like, don't bring any, don't bring any desserts. Don't bring <laughs> Yeah, never. Oh, he, man. He, I'll show up with a pie. He's like, we already got pie. And I'll open the fridge. And what's in there? Right. A fridge is pie. Like, yeah. He's like, it's a classic. Everyone loves it. And I'm like, come on, man. I've never love tried it, because it before. We, is oh, it, is... My dad loves it. He also okay. is someone who is a big supporter of nothing but cakes. And I'm like, what do you do? I, that's me. Like, I make that. What? Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, so. and the thing is, look, it's a traditional pumpkin pie. Mm -hmm. I, how do I say this nicely? Um, well, look, you and I are not from here. Mm -hmm. You know, Cincinnati people are very locked into the Careful lane of certain things. Said. I know. I mean, yeah. it's nice. I mean, <laughs> this is, but they're like, they are locked into the things they love mm -hmm. and not often known for switching. Mm -hmm. So I feel like the freshest pumpkin pie was probably like 30 years ago was mm -hmm. like the first good version versus like a store-bought right. pie. Okay. And they were like, oh, and now it's the world's best pumpkin pie. I'm pretty sure it lasts about nine years on the counter. It probably does. I actually sure. think they made all of these in the nineties <laughs> yeah. and they're just piecing yeah. them out yeah. still. Right. <laughs> That's why the big boy looks so creepy. He knows. That's what that's, yeah. that's the he's, dead look in his eyes. He's needed for an update, that poor boy. For sure. I, he's the creepiest mascot ever. I love that. I though. get it. You know, you're like, oh, that's terrifying. He's the real whatever. Like, people go go off about the uh, soup can here. But I'm like, the big boy looks like he knows where I live. You no, know what I mean? Yeah. He's got some secrets. 100%. Um, all right. Well, speaking of secrets, Nikki, here's a question for you. Okay. What kind of secret new things do you think you're going to be bringing to this sushi bake game in the next year? Are there any new ingredients or little twists on the game that you want to do? I know you've got your Valentine's Day special, which is already at this point by the time, especially this airs, it's already too late, everybody. But like, yeah, anything along those lines that we should be uh, getting excited about? Yeah, I want to try out maybe some new protein options. Like right now we have the signature like crab and salmon, or you can do all crab, all salmon. And then I introduced tuna this year. Hell yes. Um, and the crispy tofu. Oh mm. yeah. That sounds good too. Yeah. Um, and then maybe, I don't know, maybe introduce like a shrimp one. Okay. Um, I'm in. Or, I don't know, I haven't thought about it, but the next one I would probably do is a shrimp one, either tempura shrimp or Well, we need to test audience. I feel like you just yeah. found two volunteers. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I just learned that Ben has never had sushi. Before. I have not had sushi before, oh. which is weird. I mean, I've had seaweed wraps before, mm -hmm. I've had rice. You know, I've had, I mean, everything. You've had all of them it. separately. Yeah, That's I've fine. I've just never had them as a whole. But like, Deconstructed. your friends or family has never been like, Ben, you want to go grab some sushi? I mean, they usually do, but I'm just like, oh, let's go get ramen instead. Oh, yeah. Okay. I can get it. Yeah. That. I yeah. just, sushi, it's weird because it doesn't come across. I mean, obviously, a giant castle just with sushi would be filling. Mm -hmm. I just don't feel like sushi would be that filling. And like, if I want to eat a meal, like, I want to 
I don't know. I want to gorge myself. Mm -hmm. See, as a professional gorger, I <laughs> what I like about sushi is that it looks like I'm like this isn't going to make me full. But mm -hmm. two rolls in, you're like, oh, yeah. I it's feel that. Rolls. How many is yeah. a roll? What is it like five? It depends on the. It depends on the piece. I feel like, like usually eight pieces, right? Yeah, and it's about yay long. Okay. And it has rice, uh, usually a ton of rice, more rice than I would like. Yeah, um, okay. and then topped with fish or some kind of protein. And the rice is what makes you full. Right. So, like, is your is the majority of this rice? No. Just well, not. I mean. If you, if someone else not as good makes it, probably. <laughs> my ratio, I'm very particular about my ratio. Okay. So I have a good ratio of what I would consider the perfect amount of rice to protein. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's good. It's, I, that I, was the thing. Yeah. I you know, before, before I met and tried it, mm -hmm. I was kind of like, huh. And that, but I did the right thing. I was mm -hmm. just like, well, she's Asian, so I don't think she's going to lead me down the wrong path there. Yeah. For real. Like, and, and I don't mean that in a bad way. I was like, right. okay, I trust this. And when I tried it, I was like, oh, this is not at all what I expected, yeah. you know, because again, you hear, well, and at the time we were talking about this before about the branding of the Midwest and know about sushi bakes. So you're like, mm -hmm. it's a casserole yeah. and I'm not from the Midwest. So I was like, I don't think I want a casserole, but I yeah. was really excited to try it either way. It worked out great. And it's seriously, it's like one of my favorite little, Aww. like, it's like a treat to me. I really yeah. appreciate it. So did you like see it on a TikTok, and then you're just like, I'm going to make this, you know, before it went viral on TikTok, I actually used to make it in college oh. um, with my friends, like my friends, roommates and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, it was it existed before TikTok. It just somehow during the pandemic, it was one of those pandemic popular dishes like the TikTok pasta. I don't know if you heard about the TikTok tomato no. cheese pasta. I am not on TikTok. I, I know. Me neither, I but know. people <laughs> send <laughs> people send me things um, and that's how I know. But okay. anyway, um, yeah, uh, it, it. I did not create this. I did not invent this dish. I just made it my own. You did here in Cincinnati. Yeah, and that's yeah. you. You should take pride in that. That's yeah. a you thing. Yeah, and yeah. it's good too. The thing is, I I feel confident after mm -hmm. because after we first met, I ended up watching some TikToks on it because mm -hmm. I am on TikTok. You love TikTok. I really, you know, you're a star on TikTok. The thing that's. That's what I like. Yeah. I like that I finally feel validated. I was like, oh, I was right all along. But so I, it's you, a <laughs> thing. Well, it was funny because like, I don't know. I, I fought it for so long. Then when we started doing it for the show, I was like, oh, this is fun. And then I was thinking like, man, I've done like national commercials and TV stuff. Mm -hmm. And I've gotten recognized a couple times, mm -hmm. but I get recognized almost daily for TikTok, which God, is I love insane. these humble brags. I know. I Look feel at you. I hate it. And if you know me, you know it's like paining <laughs> me to say it almost. I feel like I'm too old for TikTok, but maybe that's, that's, what I thought that's how too. I no. feel. Yeah. But no. I also just don't want to learn another. Me neither. I don't want to learn another. Um, I will say what's more. good though is that since TikTok blew up and then Instagram reels, YouTube shorts. Mm -hmm. So now I'm able to just produce one video yeah, it's not and great. then I can put it for all three platforms. Mm -hmm. So that's really good. And we found, I mean, it's been great for expanding the podcast reach. Mm -hmm. It's been great for just everything. I mean, hell, it's stupid new stuff. Like I posted, oh, we have $6 off a 12 pack of liquid death right now. It's the lowest price in the country. And it's like 10,000 views. Yeah. It's low effort posting almost, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. but there is a captive, very interesting, interested audience there yeah. i my trick is though i don't watch tiktok unless i go specifically for something so i'm just Same. making stuff and hoping it works yeah. mm -hmm. and i'm like this is what i think the internet needs and i'm you know i'm going like okay everybody has a short attention span so try to keep it under 60 seconds mm -hmm. that's usually my thought process and then for the most part i'm like you never know and you know i work for a brand who's just like we trust you yeah you know don't, I don't you love that like when you it's like the most when refreshing someone hires you and they just completely trust you and oh, yeah. give you like full creative yeah. freedom yeah well, you, you know, can't you not. can't you can't box that. Yeah, you know, you're you are you, and you need some room, my friend. <laughs> Thank you, I appreciate yeah. that. Jungle the other day recently, he's like, "Oh, there's a box. You just haven't found it yet." <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, you can 
you can't you can't box creativity. Yeah. You know, and that's I feel like that's something why I had to get away from working in restaurants is yeah. that like it stipends you. Sure. Or yeah, that's yeah. stifles. Yeah, stifles. Sti- thank you. Stifles you. I was like, and, I would like a stipend. Yeah, yeah stifles <laughs> you. And I, it's just I when you what I've learned being in the restaurant industry for as long as I have is that typically people that go to like culinary school, fun fact, I didn't go to culinary school. I'm actually self-taught. So yeah. So, but when you go to culinary school, they usually teach you how to do something like one specific way. Right. And then like, that's just the way you do it. Yeah. When I was a chef in New York city, I worked under like 10, 12 different chefs who taught me how to do the same thing, but multiple different ways. And so now I can do, I don't know, anything and everything, any way that I want yeah. because of that. And I love that because you get the same kind of outcome, but there's just different ways to do it. Yeah, that's cool. So, so yeah. you were like, you said you were mentioning you were a chef chef, like a food cook. No, a uh, pastry chef. chef. Oh, okay. I just say, it's weird because if I say pastry chef, people are like, oh, okay. But if you just say chef, people don't really know much of a difference. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, typically like when you're filling out applications, it's just says chefs. Okay. Yeah. But okay. people don't realize is that I'm actually like a real chef also. So like I can roast the chicken like you have never seen it in your life. Oh, Challenge yeah. accepted. Yeah. No, it's seriously so good. And I wish I could do more. <laughs> like savory things. Mm-hmm. And I remember, was it two years ago where I did like a savory box and I was able to show off like, oh. I, yeah, I did like a uh, Indian empanada. Can and you do that again? <laughs> it was crazy. I did egg rolls, like all kinds of stuff. I know, I would never give you an egg roll. You'd be like, <laughs> this is trash. It would be on white yeah. people making yeah. Asian food. <laughs> but actually, well, the problem is I take really authentic recipes and mm-hmm. then I do everything according to that. Right. I will say the thing that sucks about doing a savory box was that like, everything needed to be warm, you know? And so I I remember getting up at like two in the morning because I made pickups at like noon Mm -hmm. and I spent like that entire morning prepping, getting all that done. Sure. And that was exhausting. I bet. So I just don't think I'd ever want to go back and do anything. Well, I talked to you, I mean, uh, we chat on Instagram and you tell me during the holidays, you stay up, you work like 36 hours, 48 hours to prep all these holiday pies oh, yeah. and cakes. I, was, I, I will tell you what, between uh, doing stuff for Prasco Park, which I mean, I'm doing somewhere between 6,000 to like 10,000 cookies, mm-hmm. like for a weekend. Like that's yeah. not an exaggeration. Like that's a real thing. Does oh, anybody no. ever help you? Uh, you know, it's funny, similar to your assistant, I also have an assistant who is my mother, mm, um, but she, she like hurt her hands. So this past year she was like out. So she left me to hand rolling everything by myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but my sister Amanda will tend to help. Mm-hmm. Uh, my business partner Brad, he's super helpful. Oh, Brad's great too. Yeah, he's so great. I mean, he does all of my like, he does like all of the finance stuff, oh. and you know, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's great. And he's a big champion on social too, which I really appreciate. Every time he I is. see one of his posts, I was like, that's so sweet. Yeah. What's yeah. his What's the name? His name is Brad, but he actually okay. does um a lot of social media stuff for like Gatherall and all that stuff. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah, and PLK community. I wonder if I already follow him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's awesome. Yeah. I got to meet him when you did the pickle pie. That's right. The yeah. pickle pie. Damn. All right. Oh my God. R.I.P. The pickle pie. Wait a second. Pie. I'm an idiot. We have pickle wars. Okay. Well, it's too late after the time of this airing, but we have pickle wars this weekend. Oh. I can't believe I didn't think to reach out to you before that. I actually forgot I even made them until you just brought them up. And dude, I did they them were, for I did them for like nine months. Dude, they were so <laughs> yeah. good too. Yeah, they were. That wild. was one that we were we showed up. We're like, I don't know about this one, pickle but again, pie. I trust Ben. You didn't have it. That Nikki. actually surprises me. Is that, that, a, is so is that a Midwestern thing? No, I no, I, I so yeah. I didn't create it. I saw there was some woman, some older woman. I don't know where she was. She was Rhode Island or something mm-hmm. like that. And One of those boring states. No, no, I'm it, kidding. Yeah, I'm, I'm being. Mean it was now. at a diner. It was at a diner. It was just this woman was like 80 years old, I think, give or take, and mm-hmm. she created this like pickle pie, mm-hmm. and people like lost it. And I thought, again, I don't have a storefront, so I need to do something that's gonna you know make people interested. Of course. So I decided to. Cre- 
to recreate. There are like zero recipes for this. So I had, I basically scoured the internet to find certain things that I could utilize, mm -hmm. and I created it. And when Aces Pickleball Court opened, oh. yeah. they hired me to do a dessert menu for them. And I was there for a while, and then they changed owners or whatever. Sure. Um, but yeah, essentially, it's like, think if a pumpkin pie and a chess pie had a baby, mm -hmm. like that's what it was. Okay. And I used a cup of dill pickles, mm -hmm. went into it, mm -hmm. but it's funny. So I had a ton of people eat it and like blindly taste test. I didn't tell them what it was. And everyone's like, okay, I'm getting, you know, brown sugar. I'm getting yeah. this. No one knew that there were pickles in it. No one. Did, unless you smelled it, mm -hmm. like you would have no idea. It was and you pretty could, wild. By the way, you could see the pieces of, like if you looked at it and you were like, I, like when we ate it, I was like, oh, you can see pieces of pickle in there because I was, I was really curious the whole time. I was like, I know he put a cup of pickles in this. And I was like, I, I didn't know what to expect. Yeah. I was like, is there going to be texture in it? And you could see a little bit in there. So it's like, you knew there were pickles. And to be clear, I'm not really a pickle fan. I also hate pickles. So I was sort of like, I felt like I was like, oh man, I hope this doesn't ruin our friendship. Yeah. Uh, because I, I tell Ben every time, I was like, I'll be honest. And if I don't like it, I'll be honest with you. Yeah. I won't be a dick about it, but mm -hmm. I will tell you. Um, and... It was honestly one of the best things we ate this summer. It was yeah. like, it was crazy. I was just like, I remember sitting there and then, you know, I'm thinking, all right, I will split this piece of pie. And Brad brings out two. And I was like, okay, well, we're locked in now. Let's do this. Yeah. And it was delicious, dude. Seriously. It was like one of those, again, I just remember, I remember a lot of food highlights in 2023. I was, was inside Walmart walking down the aisle and it like, it just like came to me. So I remember calling my brother and I called my mom and I called my sister because those are the people I run things through. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, Listen, I have this like weird idea. Like, what are your thoughts on, like, are you ready? A pickle pie. And as I'm like describing it to them, like, I thought I was going to throw up. Like, it, <laughs> right. the idea of it, just like the smell makes me nauseous. I hate pickles that much. Right. And my brother was just like, there's no way I would ever eat that. Like, that sounds disgusting. I've also made a cake made out of Skyline chili. Like before, I know, I knew you're thinking like, that's going to be gross. I used my homemade chocolate cake recipe. I actually think that might rule. Yeah, with Skyline chili in it, and you put a little bit more cinnamon in it. And the only thing that's kind of odd about it is you do get like a weird, not a weird Wait, texture. Wait, is there ground beef in it? Yeah, yeah. So it's a savory cake. Yeah, it okay. is. Okay, I was thinking like you made a sweet cake and you no, just No, so I literally used on. a can of Skyline chili <laughs> and I used part of it inside my chocolate cake recipe mm -hmm. and I baked it. And I know it sounds weird, but it actually was really good. That sounds amazing. It was I, really honestly, good. I think I'm on board. I feel like... I say this often, but I feel like people get so locked into the chili verbiage mm -hmm. that they're like chili in something else. And I'm like, well, first off, it's really like Greek bolognese. So we're already yeah, off to a right. different set. Right. Bolognese. Yeah. And I, I feel like that's a little more accurate. It's why, you know, it's funny. I said for years when I first got here, because like when we'd have visiting family, they're like, what the hell is this? Everyone says that. And then, but the thing is, but if I didn't call it chili first, you got a way less biased reaction, which I was like, yes, interesting. Exactly. So when you don't view it, because, you know, again, like we... Our, like our family's all over. So it was like, you know, I think a lot of them were thinking back to the Oklahoma days where they're like, all right, chili looks like this. And then you get this thing. You're like, wait, this is not yeah. at all. This is soup. You set <laughs> expectations. So I think it was funny because for a long time I was like, I think if I own these companies, I would have rebranded Gold Star and Skyline solely as either just Gold Star mm -hmm. or just Skyline. No mention of chili, which it's funny now that Gold Star did do this. Not for this reason, I'm sure, but I think just, just because they're like, oh, we also sell burgers. Oh, did they take did out? You, the they took the chili out of the name, so they're just Gold Star now, oh. which I think is wonderful. But did you not know that Gold Star started, started as, as a, a burger. burger place? Yeah, started as oh, a burger place. Yeah, they're Heavenly Hamburger. And so the story, as I heard it, goes that the gold, the Gold Star chili was just like, oh, it's chili so good, it got a Gold Star, and mm. then that blew up in popularity. I actually love, I love Gold Star chili. I know I'm going to get a ton of. I bathed in it, dude. I love yeah. it too. The thing is, like, my thought is, I would rather eat a Gold Star cheese coney in a skyline 
nine three way. Yeah, because I think the Skyline Power chili answer. is so liquidy on on mm-hmm. the on the cheese coating. Yep. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I stand agree. by that. Yeah, and you know, as have you guys non- tried their burgers? They're really good. They are. Yeah. They're like. Yeah. They, yeah. I went with my friend and Josh Need a few summers ago, mm-hmm. and it was one of those where he's like, he had just done on one of his shows. He had the CEO from Gold Star, and he's telling me that's where I heard the story about the hamburgers. Yeah, and he's telling me the whole thing. He's like, Mark, come meet me for lunch at Gold Star. I was like, Are you being serious? And he was like, No, the burgers are great. And I was like, Okay, I believe yeah. you. And I went, and I was like. Damn, these burgers are kind yeah. of amazing. Like, it kind of blew my mind a little bit. Fun, you know, fun fact: I won a year's worth of Gold Star burgers uh, a few months ago, and I'm still working through them. Like every <laughs> week. So awesome. how, how does someone win that? Like, what? they posted it on their socials. Uh, like, you know, like if you go to Gold Star, tag us, and then we're gonna pick a few winners and we'll a give year you a free burgers. Yes, and fries. Yeah, and fries. So well, I've obviously. been. You know, trying to work through. Obviously, I need help because I can't eat a burger a week. Yeah, I, mean, I feel like that's a lot, but yeah. Anyway, um, that was no, that's really <laughs> a, that's probably the funnest thing I've ever won in Cincinnati. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's cool. We love yeah. a burger for life card. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's very wait cool. for life or for the year. Oh, I'm sorry. Year. Oh, I, no, I was about to be like, I'm sorry. What is this? Was a campaign? <laughs> I, I do. I do have I a. <laughs> I have a story about that actually. So funny enough, along those lines, a friend of mine did a radio show years ago and had it's it local to me. It's in Latonia, Kentucky. It's like one of my favorite burger joints too, called Bard's Burgers and Chili, mm-hmm. who also makes a great Cincinnati style chili. Huh. I think he uses a Wagyu blend still. Jordan, correct me in the Ooh. comments if I'm wrong. Um, but killer, it's like a little dive spot, right? And they've been on like ginormous foods and a bunch of other like food network shows for yeah. their stuff. But man, year before I really knew the owners, they did a Burgers for Life Club card. And at the time, the place had turned over a bunch. So I just entered thinking, I was like, yeah, I'll get a couple free burgers. I don't know if this place will last. Yeah. And thankfully that's been like 10 years now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so once a week until the business goes out of business, which hopefully it never does. Right, for sure. I get a free burger and fries. Even till this day? To this day, Do yeah. you redeem it? You know what's funny? For the first few years, I went like twice. And I, because I felt bad, realistically, because like, I love- twice total? Twice total. Okay. Because I was like, this is an independent business. I want them to succeed. Right. And I'm, you know, I'm sitting there going like, you're going to like, you know, once a week, I know you're not going to like lose your business. But no, at the yeah. same time, I was very much like, I wanted to support them. So I was weird about it. And then Jordan, the owner who I am now friends with, Jordan's great. He got engaged here at Jungle Gyms. He's a big fan Whoa. of this. Yeah, crazy. Dude, he's a good time. Uh, and he finally was like, so do you not like it? And I was like, <laughs> no, I love it. And he goes, well, why don't you come use the, the card? And I was like, I feel a little weird doing that, yeah. honestly. Again, I don't like to brag about myself. I kind of, when I get compliments or win things, I'm like a little like, oh, well, I don't want to hurt your business by doing this. So once once he had this conversation, I was like, no, he's like, dude, you have it, use it. He's like, it's not going to kill us. And then I just did the other thing, which was like, every time I went, I'll bring somebody new. Oh, or yeah, so, bring, oh, yeah. so that at least That's someone smart. else. Yeah, yeah, because that made, at least absolved any guilt I was feeling of it. But you don't it. realize like in a small number, it's like, oh, so you had a free burger this week. You had a free burger next week. It doesn't look bad. But then right. like, if you look over a year, all of a sudden you're like- 52 of those, dude. Well, you know yeah, what and I mean? all of a sudden you're like, oh, I could have spent, you know, let's just say $2,000 on burgers, right. you know? I, yeah. I do that with my friends and family a lot. I always give away like free food to yeah. people. My best friend, Libby, who she's gonna hate me for this, but it's true. But basically, like she uh, she gets cookies. She'll call me and say she wants something, and I just like never charge her. I'm just like here, take it. Yeah. And I like don't think about it. But you know, if you think about it in the long run, I'm probably like, you probably owe me like a couple grand. <laughs> right, exactly. A couple, couple grand. Send her, send her the invoice. <laughs> yeah. No, I would never. But yeah. Libby, make it payable to me though. That's fine. I'll take it. I'll make <laughs> sure it goes. Venmo to- at Fat Bins <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, look, I mean, I think we've talked a good amount about the future. We know what's going on. Mm -hmm. I, I will try. I think actually I do think it'd be fun to pitch you here as well. But obviously, if any other restaurant or not restaurants, but stores are trying to carry it, what's a great way before we dive into actually trying mm -hmm. this stuff? What's a great way to get in touch with you for any of that kind of stuff, Nikki? Um, just message me on Instagram or Facebook. That's cool. the best way. And I'll make connections. There's a few that I have in my mind where I want to be and, you know, have connections with. But sure. I'm open to, you know. Yeah, if it works, it works, right? Yeah. Hopefully, I, one in Cincinnati area, like downtown OTR, and then one in the suburbs. I'm just cool. curious, with how big this has become, do you ever plan on like actually like opening something? Is that a goal? Absolutely not. Yeah, yeah. I get that. Yeah. No, I absolutely. I get not. that all the time. I love the honesty. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. it's best because you just work for yourself. Mm -hmm. You get to pocket all the yeah. money. Like, why go and risk your product not becoming any good anymore right, and things right. like that? And I think if I go all in and like quit my day job, it could become something, and I can like sell more other items other than sushi bakes, but yeah. I don't really want to. I want this to be like, this is like my passion project. Yeah. Like it combines two things I love, which is like marketing, social media, which is how it kind of blew up yeah. is I market it in a certain way yeah. Yeah. and also cooking for other people. Yeah. And I don't want to do that on nights and weekends no, um, outside don't. of my house or like outside of the kitchen that yeah. I do it in, you know, like I wanted right. to be able to be like, yeah, I can go to your wedding next Saturday because I just won't take orders that yeah, avoid that it. I'm telling you, if, if I, I get emails. I wish I could read my camera order was, but someone sent me an email. They're like, oh, my son really wants to be a pastry chef. Is there any way that you would be willing to like sit down and talk to him? And mm -hmm. I'm like, I remember like, writing the email being like, no, like tell them no. Like if I, <laughs> if I could be good at change eating, your dreams. Seriously. I, I get I, it. I don't know how it is now, but like when I started this, like if I had known my life or whatever was going to turn out this way, mm -hmm. I would have been a firefighter or a pediatrician doctor if yeah. I could go back. Like this is the food industry is so brutal mm -hmm. and it'll take away like everything from you. Have you have you seen The Bear, the TV show mm -hmm. The Bear? Okay. So um that show gives me more anxiety than you could imagine. <laughs> I mean, like to the point to where like I remember watching the first season and I like I kept wanting to cry because like I could just feel the angst and yeah. the anger. I actually used to work for someone in Manhattan who got so mad at me because he used the pizza oven to like do all their breads and mm -hmm. we'd do all the baked goods in it. And I remember putting chocolate chip cookies like on the tray mm -hmm. and apparently they were not separated enough. And I remember like two of them had um, like baked together. Mm -hmm. He pulled me to the side and it was like an open like space concept or whatever. So there were all these people that were coming in to pick up bread and he was screaming at me. He's like, I saw that your dream was you wanted to open your own bakery. And how can you open a bakery if you can't effing separate cookies and this is this? I'm getting like Gordon Ramsay. Yeah, he spit. This is not oh a joke. God. He spit directly into my mouth. And like not in a cool way. Right, exactly. You know? Yeah, and that's and not I a fun yeah, way. And I remember, not recreational. Yeah, cool it's business spit. Yeah. yeah, so I remember like as soon as it was over, I got sent to the I got sent to the HR room and they're like, um, do you want to like file a complaint? And I remember before I even took the job, they had told me that this guy is unhinged. Right. He's brilliant. I can learn so much from him. Sure. It was also right around the corner from my apartment at the time. Mm -hmm. So it just all made sense. Yeah. And I was unaware, but apparently he turns over like 11 new people, like every two weeks. Like that's how bad it is. There. Yeah. It was the most horrific experience. So I remember going home after that day crying hysterically. And I remember baking like 160 cookies just to like prove that I could put them like on a tray properly. Yeah. I mean, it, it ruined me. So oh. unless you want to have someone spit in your mouth, I do not recommend working in this industry. And if you do want to have somebody spit in your mouth, <laughs> send click, me a DM. Yeah, <laughs> click, click the link below. <laughs>
Again, Venmo <laughs> at Fat <laughs> Exactly. Which reminds me, what's a good way you want to follow on social saying yeah, at Fat Ben's yeah. And you're doing like, it, it's, uh, I recommend, I always like following you because it always feels like a surprise. Obviously, you mentioned the Prasco Park events. So there's always an option. That's a great way to sample your goods, For I sure. feel like. It's free. It, yeah, yeah, it's free. And, and it's free there. The cookies are out of control. Yeah, Honestly, if I had one complaint about today, it's that he didn't bring any cookies. Yeah, yeah where are our cookies? <laughs> yeah, I know. I feel so bad. Don't feel bad. It's I all jokes. The casserole dish would have been enough. No, you, it is more than enough. <laughs> it's all in jest. Um, cool. Well, shit. I think we got to try yeah. these. Oh, yeah. can I mention one more thing? You is can that whatever you like. The show's your. The floor is yours, Nikki. Uh, currently, you can uh, enter to win a free sushi bake, a large oh, yeah. one with That's Yelp right. Cincy. I'm collaborating with Yelp Cincy. Um, the giveaway ends on, I think, uh, February 15th, and the winner will be announced on my anniversary, uh, February 16th. That's awesome. How yeah. can someone rig that to win? I'm talking about myself. <laughs> <laughs> Send me a DM. <laughs> yeah. You know those things are rigged. Let's be honest. Like whenever you see someone like spinning a wheel, it's rigged. Like I, see, I I've go. Never, no. Yeah, I go really out yeah. of my way to make sure because I'm always afraid. What I check to see if you're following who I told you. Really? To yeah. Yes. Oh wow, dude. And we're like crazy about that here at Jungle Gyms. And so like I've always been the same that, way because yeah, right. I know too many people, and I'm always like. Look, whenever you put something, it's like 70% the people who love you that enter. And then I'm like, cool. Well, hopefully the 30% I don't know are the right. people that get picked in the randomizer. But sometimes you get lazy and you're just like, I don't want to put, yeah. you know, 9,000 names in something. So you're just like, uh, you, you get it. I'll give you, I'll, I have some good tools to help yeah, with that for cool. where you oh, can just like yeah. dump it. You can like dump it in. I mean, mm -hmm. I don't Do know you how to like hand type every single name. No. I, yeah, like no. it depends on how you intake the info in the first place, but I usually dump it to a Google form of mm -hmm. some sort. And then I can just use that data and put it in a randomizer and it's yeah. seconds. I might start giving away free cakes. There was like two or three years ago where I gave away cake a month for free. And that allows me to do whatever I want, which is yeah, fine. And it's great. It's an easy, yeah, that's, that's like a, a free call. social post, right? Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And that's, a, you know, I, I, I saw, because we all struggled with this, but the Instagram algorithm, that Pass. giveaways help, you know, yeah. you yeah. to get more visibility. Um, assuming you have a lot of entries. But that's yeah. a good yeah. too. Yeah. I don't know. That's yeah. the only reason we talked about TikTok. It's like, I feel like Instagram is like forcing me to like go into another social. Yeah. Because the algorithm just... How do I go from, how do you have, you know, 11.3 thousand followers, but like only 408 people see the post? Like, yeah. Oh yeah. Like I, I can't grow as a business if you're not going to promote it. Right. And it's weird because they're like, well, you could pay to promote. I'm like, yeah, but no. I don't know that I would work. And I'm, and then the numbers they show you now are so they're like, listen, for $25 yeah. for the next day, I can give you 30 more people. I'm like, no, dude. I, I think that's cheating. It I is. Like, I think I don't feel like I earned sure. those followers if it's because I'm paying for them. I keep thinking about it. I had that video go viral a few months ago where I was like, oh, yes. the guy getting pulled over and it put on that. a ton of followers. Huge, huge. And I was like, hell yeah, my engagement's going up. And I was like, cool, six new people. I have like 10,000 new followers. Yeah. Six new people look at my story. I was like, okay, so this is, they, you know, because people are just like, follow. And I'm hoping, you know, I don't know, the algorithm's screwed. And we're, right. we're in the end times, folks. No, facts, <laughs> so facts. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so the real question for me today, do we go savory first? I feel like we gotta go sushi bake first, I mean, right? Obviously. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm very excited for you to cut it. Wait, are you gonna reveal which one's the real one? I mean, I feel like, yeah. <laughs> let me see, here, let me get my, let me get a second angle on it. Cause I can't tell from here. Yeah, you, know, you, have is, to, you have to get really up close. It is like incredible how good. Oh. You did okay, a wonderful so. job then. Stop, thank Bless you, it. I appreciate it. It was All a fun right. challenge. So do we think, do we think it's this one's gonna be cake? All right. It's not, that's not cake. It'd be funny if this one's also not cake. <laughs> so in that case, Ben, 
I need you to do the honors. I'm gonna stand up. I don't want to trip on this wire. That's okay. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so the best way to do this. <laughs> Mark, I'm gonna be able to cut through, cut through all of this. Yeah, in I unfortunately of, have a terrible knife. Yeah. In case you are unaware, the dish itself is awesome. Oh, tell us about how you made the yeah. the dish. Oh, baby, look at that cross section. There it is. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Wow. Yeah. It is cake. It is cake. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. No. Uh. Yeah. It's. That's so uh, funny. That's amazing. Yeah, everything's, oh yeah, so um, you can't really notice from here, but if you were to zoom in, you can see that there's like tiny little grains of like rice. Mm -hmm. And I actually hand rolled 2,185 tiny pieces of rice to like oh give it like that look. It um, looks real, like it looks I mean, real. I felt really yeah. good about you that You should feel portion. amazing about it. And again, for the people that are unaware of a hyper-realistic cake, the difference between, because my friend Nikki had asked it earlier. Mm -hmm. The difference is like a hyper-realistic cake needs to be like the exact same shape and size as like a normal day object. And so it was difficult for me to do this because I didn't physically have one. So I just had browsed a bunch of photos. Um, but yeah, I mean, I did it first and I didn't like the color didn't match. So then I went back and did it again. Um, but again, you have to take it around the house because like, you know, I have different lighting everywhere. And mm -hmm. yeah, but I honestly feel like this matches that really well it does so it's yeah. and i would know because i see so many sushi bakes yeah. and yeah. i think i think yeah. it so i'm most impressed with the green onions like how he yes. did the green onions and i did get some tight shots that i'll insert in here so if cool. everybody's listening you can watch on youtube and see it up close yeah, yeah. it's incredible the avocado too i yeah. mean like all of it mm -hmm. incredible the hand rolled rice i yeah. think it's really 2, like 1100 yeah and 15 as i said yeah i think so yeah Amazing. I was like, what's the one? Yeah, I wrote it down. I wrote it on my phone. Yeah, yeah. It was a lot. And the thing that sucked about it is after I did it and then I put on the first topping of it and I realized I didn't like the color, I pulled it off and all the rice came off too. Oh so then I had to go back and make more and mm -hmm. it was, yeah. But yeah, and then I did the handle and the pan out of chocolate, which I molded inside. It's incredible, Yeah, dude. It's seriously incredible. Container. But I want to eat that. Yes. Okay. I, already, I know what cake tastes like. I feel like, like you, so. and I feel like especially, so I brought this over. I was like, Nikki, I think you should walk Ben through this process. Yeah. I know I've done, right done it for the audience, but this is, we got to have Ben's experience documented. So right. I need this. Yeah, grab one. Grab a piece of nori, which is seaweed. And then grab your spoon. Just scoop a little bit out like this. Make sure you get both the protein and the rice. Any corner. That's perfect. And there's multiple ways you can eat this. You can eat it without the seaweed, just with a spoon, you know, like how you would eat a casserole. But then I like my favorite way is to um, wrap it up like a mini taco. I'm gonna push this in here a little mm -hmm. more. There we go. All right, cheers. Cheers, everyone. Yeah, cheers. cheers. To another year. Yeah. This is this is not sushi. This is just a casserole, one hundred percent. Man, so so tell me what's on the top of this. Like, what am I eating? So you're eating um, a mix of baked salmon, um, imitation crab, with a Japanese mayo and sriracha mix, and then it's drizzled on top with um, what's called unagi sauce, which is. Um, Unagi. Yeah. Pretty friends reference. Yes, I, yes. Yeah. Unagi, yeah. Unagi sauce and spicy mayo on top. And unagi sauce is like a sweet, savory, um, 
umami like, sauce. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's the brown stuff. Yeah, it sort of gave me like a like a soy sauce mm-hmm. vibe. Is that right? Yeah. There's no soy sauce in here though. Okay. Well, like no, like the like the, the sort of the taste of yeah, that. The yeah. Tang, yeah. Yeah. And that was sort of again in the photos that were sent to me to, to mm-hmm. mimic had like some of them looked a lot browner mm-hmm. and some of them looked red. And it's weird because when I first did it, it looked more red. And then mm-hmm. the longer it sat, it turned yeah. darker Yeah, it, it turns kind of transparent. But in the bottle, it looks um, kind of like barbecue sauce. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's very good. Yeah. yeah and it tastes rules. better when it's right out of the oven too. Like yeah. when it's hot and then you can put like extra sauce on top if you like sauce. And I, you know, I like it. I will eat some the first day and mm-hmm. then I'm kind of, it's like the chili thing where I'm like, ooh, the second day is yeah. even a little bit more impressive. Yeah. What I love about sushi bakes is that, yes, you can't last, you know, for like uh, five days, mm-hmm. up to five days, but oh, wow. you can reheat it um, either in the oven or in the microwave. I recommend the oven personally. Yeah, me too. Um, and then, yeah, it. You could bring it to work. Like the mini size is perfect for oh, like yeah. heating it in the microwave um, if you need. But the the good thing no. about this is that it it keeps really long. And then um, I'm not just gonna say this mm-hmm. because you know we're we're friends adjacent, mm-hmm. and so I don't feel like lying to you. But this is actually very good. Yeah. And honestly, I was a little hesitant about it mm-hmm. because again, like I'm a little weird about sushi. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like this was very good. Thank you yeah, so much. Like, yeah, very good. Actually, um, one of the biggest compliments is that when people say, I don't eat sushi, but I really like your sushi bakes because it's, you know, it's, this is not like authentic sushi because when we're talking about authentic sushi, it's more like the raw stuff, the sashimi, yeah. the nigiri. Right. But this yeah. is more like the sushi rolls that right. you eat. That's fun and kind of like very comforting. This yeah, is, it absolutely. It's very comforting to me. Yeah. Like, I feel like if this, if I didn't, tell my family like what this was mm-hmm. i think they would eat this and be like this was this was really good yeah we love it like and it's not cashier, like you know it's not overtly fishy though that's no. the other thing even with having so many fishy items in it mm-hmm. it's really not yeah that wet. yeah because yeah. nothing's raw and the sauce is really like balance everything out absolutely and there's cream cheese in there it's creamy oh. cream cheese japanese mayo wow I, like, I mean, I'm a, obviously, you know, I'm a fan already. Yeah, so now I got to try the tuna version. I feel like that's the only one I haven't yeah, done. That and they, oh, did I do a tofu, maybe? I don't know I don't if you've ever done a tofu. Yeah, I don't but remember. But people really like the tuna. I wonder if the tuna would be a different, is it like, does it taste any different than the crab and salmon? I feel yeah, like it has I, more of a tuna. T- it's kind of it's kind of like a tuna I feel, casserole. Oh, okay. I, and I feel okay. like tuna gets a little, yeah. it's a little more mild in flavor compared to salmon, generally speaking, right? Do you feel, am I, I crazy know. or is it just one sometimes I prefer? Different. It depends on how it's done. Yeah. Right. Because sometimes salmon can be like real salmon. Right. Yeah. Which is why normally I don't eat as much salmon as I would tuna, but mm-hmm. I was like, well, I'd trust her. So oh man, I love salmon. salmon. See? Mm-hmm. Oh, I love salmon. I'm trying to break, I'm breaking boundaries, baby. Yeah. And I'm you right. can do an all salmon one. So you don't even need to have the imitation crab just all seven. Yeah, do a classic. I mean, listen, I'm and I. Yeah. I think when I met you, I was like, do what you think is the right. Thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, you give us all the creative freedom, also. Well, yeah. I think that's important, right? It's like, well, look, I look, I'm thriving without a box. I feel like you guys would do the same yeah. thing. Yeah. I'd rather be like, what do you think I should try? Mm-hmm. I'm open minded. You know, that's what I always ask. Like yeah. when I go somewhere and I'm not sure what to order, I go, what do you think I should order? Like, yeah. what is one thing on your menu that I have to try? Because a lot of times. There's so many good options to dine, uh, places to dine at that mm-hmm. you may not ever come back to a place. And I yeah. want to make sure I want to try everything that they think I should try. You want to hear something that's probably just going to like blow your mind? I can't wait. Okay. It's kind of gross, actually. So um, from someone who's been in this industry for a very long time, mm-hmm. sometimes um, when you go to restaurants and people like similar to self are like, oh, well, what should I try? They'll usually tell you like whatever is A, about to go bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's true. 
Yeah, B, like whatever, like whatever they have a lot of in the back that they yeah. need to get rid of. The daily special. Always. Right. Yeah, always. I mean, essentially, it, every, when you go to a restaurant, you ask what you're getting, you're going to get a frittata, which right. is everybody knows is the end of the week's stuff. Frittatas are trash for anyone that eats frittatas. Okay. Is that like an omelet? Or yeah, what? it's like it's basically uh, essentially like a casserole. Yeah. Oh, omelet. Okay. Yeah. 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 And it's usually just with whatever is possibly left over. Okay. Like, you know, bits of Twinkies, some oh. shrimp, you Perfect. know, just whatever you find in your That's pantry. my favorite combo. Yeah. yeah. Twinkies and shrimp. I want the Twinkies yeah. and shrimps. Well, yeah. one of my favorite cookies is like, uh, what do they call it? Like kitchen sink? Kitchen sink? sink? Yeah. yeah. I love, I love kitchen, kitchen sink cookies. Sink. Yeah. yeah. It's the yeah. potato chips in there that always yes, make me yes. happy. And the pretzels. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah. I just did frosted flake chocolate chips for a client uh, last I love week. frosted yeah. flakes. I did that. Anything. Yeah. That, a Cheeto sugar cookie, and then like a malted popcorn it's a good start to the day. Listen, I'm. Yeah. Can we try the cake, cake now? Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. I was like, let's um, go cake. Ben, service up some cake, will you? And I'll sit here and yammer so they don't have to watch you cutting right now. <laughs> so Ben's cutting a lovely cake slice for us. You might be able to see him a little bit in the frame. I'm very excited about it. What flavor is this? Uh, what do you go with? I think we just did a vanilla. Is that right? Vanilla, yeah. Yeah. So Sounds good to me. To no, I can't even imagine. And I'm sitting there going like, oh, I'll have some flavors for my requests. I'm trying to avoid all of the chocolate shells. Oh, I mean, I'm only eating this if there's a chocolate shell. Thank you so much. It even looks like pastry. Look at that. It's so cute. Give a little so I rotation. Him, I did tell him the only thing that I did actually put on this is I did put um, sesame oh, I broke things. I did put sesame seeds on because I actually like sesame seeds. I love it. Um, uh, so. Thank you. You know, I'm gonna be honest with you. Um, very rare do I actually eat my own cake. <laughs> Yeah. Very rare do I actually eat my own sushi bake. You see? Yeah. I'm so, do you just like hate it? Or not hate it, but do you just get like... No, because when, when you're spending all day, because usually when I have my days in the kitchen, I yeah. spend all day making it. And the last thing I want to do is eat a sushi bake if yeah. I've been making it for 10, 10 hours. Yeah. That's exactly the only reason. Like the only thing I will make that I will continue, that I will eat will be cookies. Yeah. yeah. I love it. But sometimes like, you know, once every other month or so I eat it just to remind myself, I'm like, oh. Yeah, I get you're the like, hype. You're like, yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I get, get the, the hype. hype. Yeah. <laughs> I love that little, like, encouraging pep talk that you give yourself. It's so funny. So the way I did, like, the, I don't know what to call it, like, your crab and... Salmon mix. Yeah, salmon yeah. mix on top. Mm -hmm. It was like, I you sent me that picture of the bowl with mm -hmm. all the stuff in it. Mm -hmm. So I just basically did that with, like, I shredded up a bunch of, like, fondant pieces mm -hmm. and, like, colored it, and I put them in that bowl and then drizzle on, and then I just started tossing it. Mm -hmm. Tossing it until I got to that color, but then it made like a form of a paste almost. And so then I had to like try and smear it across the pan and I was like stretching it as oh, much yeah. as I could, but I think it kind of worked out. Dude, this cake rules. Is it? Yeah, it's great. It's my like first super. I'm trying a cake of yours. Yeah. Delicious. Oh, really? Yeah, I, this, same. It's super moist. It's Always. like incredibly fresh. Sorry. Incredibly <laughs> fresh tasting. You get the nice vanilla flavor in there. I'll say, this I love great. a wet cake. Me too. I love a wet cake. A, a pie, you mean? <laughs> That's a Christian Gill joke for you. Honestly, if you like cut up a piece of this and give it to one of my sushi bake customers and gave them this, they would not know that it's cake. It still looks like yeah. my mind is confused because yeah. I feel like I'm eating well, sushi I love that. cake right now. Yeah, I, I really appreciate too. I appreciate the trust, man. It was it was definitely a um, a new challenge for me to do, and I really appreciate yeah. it. I mean, I wanted to do something fun for this birthday anniversary oh, yeah. thing, and as soon as I was like, what can I do? I reached out to Mark, and he's like, yeah, of course. We'd love to have Ben. Yeah. Like, this is yeah. And thank you for agreeing to do it. Yeah, of it. course. Of course. 
Hopefully I don't put my foot in my mouth too much. No, I think you did a great job. No well, feet like, at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I getting hate messages from, you know, Golden Lamb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was Oops. like, ah, uh, yeah, whatever. Well, hopefully that, that'll let them know that they should maybe change their shots. Just, uh, oh. listen, you're a legacy place. Mm-hmm. Good is a, not enough. Yeah. You guys mentioned, you kept saying it was fine. It was good. Mm-hmm. I don't, if I'm going to spend... 120 something dollars on my meal. I'm not, it better not be. I want to talk about it positively. Exactly. Exactly. I want to, I want to shout your name from the mountains. Yeah. And it wasn't, again, it wasn't bad. It was just that it was like, oh, huh, that's what we're doing with legends. You know, and I think, I, you know, I think about this a lot. Look, it's a testament to my employers, right? In that, what I love about working here is that everybody's always looking to the future and they're always like, hey, this may have worked for our customers 20 years ago, but that might not work for the customers 20 years from now. How can we look forward? And I think that's really the point of that whole segment there was just to be like, maybe think about the next generation of customers who are going to be a little more discerning in our taste. Look, you know, it was easy before the advent of social media. Now I know implicitly what's going on in every kitchen, right? Because everybody's posting it. You're seeing food and you're seeing people try new things. Mm -hmm. You're like, wow, should we rest on our laurels during this, you know? Yeah. Maybe it's just that I just watched Chef again the other night, so I've been thinking about it a lot, you know? I always love that. He's like, play the hits. I'm like, don't play the hits always. Yeah. Don't only play the hits. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, it's the uh, back to this the sushi bake, it's so funny because we had talked about earlier, if I had taken this to my family and not told them what it was, mm-hmm. they would have loved it. What I've learned in this day and age is that, and I think it's the same for anybody, if someone tells you what something is, mm-hmm. your mind, if you if you don't like what the item is, you will immediately already be like, I'm yeah. not going to eat that. I'm tapped mm-hmm. out. Similar, yeah. with, similar with the pickle pie. Yeah. If I told you there were pickles in it, you would have been like, oh, that's all you could think about. So then obviously you're looking for that. Mm-hmm. So what I do is nowadays is, I, when I do like new items to give to people to try, I mm-hmm. don't tell them what it is because then you can't already, you can't already hate something that you right. don't know. And that happens all the time. All the time. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. So, Power move. Yeah. I do think one thing that Cincinnati really loves is like something new, like something novel. Yeah, so for sure. I feel like like people ask me all this all the time, like, oh, how did you make, you know, because I, I have a lot of um, projects and kind of endeavors that I work on. And both of the things that I'm really proud of is Oishi because I'm like, oh, think of something that Cincinnati has never heard of or they don't have yet and just, you know, go yeah. all in on that. Um, so then I made Sushi Bakes and then I also founded like when I first moved here, my whole personality is like I own a corgi and I, I yeah. love corgis. Um, and there was China has a corgi. She like swears by it. Is yeah, is, China, is yeah. The cackleberry. Yes. Yeah. Yes. She's so sweet. I know. I yeah. know. She has two corgis. Yeah. Lives been, for them. I've been trying to get her to come out to our corgi oh. meetup. So, anyways, I founded Cincy, <laughs> Cincy Corgis, which yep. is Cincinnati's corgi group, and now we have like over. 1000 total members. That's what? Crazy. And I'm That's like awesome. I didn't even know that there were 10 corgis in Cincinnati. Yeah. And then and then I started and now you know all of them. I started it because it had oh, not you started this. Yeah, and it oh. had cuz they had not existed. So I love of like introducing new things to people who have never heard of it or bringing something that doesn't exist or creating yeah. something that doesn't exist. What would you do if someone else decided to start coming around Cincinnati and making sushi bakes? How would you feel about that? Would you get mad? I wouldn't get mad. I'd just be like, oh, I'm curious. I want to try your sushi bake. That's how I am. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. one of the biggest compliments that I get with sushi bakes is that because I sell out so often and I don't do very many of them, some of my custom, my regulars, I have a, a ton of regulars. I, I would say 70% of the people who order sushi bakes from me are repeat. Like they, they come back and they yeah, order absolutely. another one. So then sometimes they can't get it in time or they want it for an off day that I'm not making it. And they, they're like, oh, I try to make the sushi bake at home because you can learn how to make it online. And they're like, but it wasn't the same as yours. Yeah. And then they come back and they order yep. more. And that's yeah. the, the biggest compliment it is, that I get. 
Cincinnati is so small that I, I, my problem is that a lot of times people will take creative liberty from other people's things. Mm -hmm. So like, I'm almost certain that I was the first person to do pastry pockets, AKA homemade pop tarts mm -hmm. right. in Cincinnati. I had never seen them anywhere else. I brought them from New York. I right. brought them here. I'd never seen them. I remember doing them at Urbana Cafe because he had hired me. He was my, he's, I honestly, I thank him every day because they're the ones, the reason I'm even here. Like they gave me this shot in the dark mm -hmm. and I did them there and they became essentially famous and like yeah. everyone was talking about them. And then all of a sudden I just start seeing people making them and like similar to the exact same flavors of mm -hmm. mine. Some of them look like mine and I'm just like, I get angry. Because it's like, that's my intellectual property. Right. Like, I made that. This like, is my baby. Yeah. And you stole my baby. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like, that's fine. Like, I I'll say it. Like, it's nowhere near as good as mine. Facts. Like, right. I don't care what you say. And also, like, the thing is, everything that I do, if you look at my Instagram, if you've had things, I pay so much attention to detail on things. Same. Yeah. So, like, Same. on my pastry pockets, like, I literally fill bags of icing and I hand pipe them up, which is why they're so clean versus people who, you know, pour it on there right. and it just goes everywhere. Right. You know? Yeah. Because I always tell clients, and I, I, I'm going to get this tattooed on my back, you eat with your eyes before you eat with your mouth. Mm -hmm. If something visually looks amazing, mm -hmm. you're going to want to have it. Right. That's why most chefs, like the owner chefs um, or, like, founding chefs are the finishers at restaurants. Like, you see them, you know, the open concept yep. kitchen. They're the ones yeah. that... Make sure they look at the plate and then they they do the final yeah. check and then the servers like bring it out. But yeah. then, you know, they don't stand in the back doing the, you know, they want to make right. sure that this is how you present it. Absolutely. And when you go to like mission restaurants, they instruct you when you bring the plate, you have to turn it a certain, like it has to face the, yep. you know, you don't just set it down. You set it down in the 47 degree angle that I tell there's you. A, there is a best side to every mm -hmm. single dish. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Same thing with cakes, cookies, oh, yeah. everything. You know the Christmas tree. I know. Yeah, you got oh rotated the right way. I just, I saw, I just saw like a meme last night, and it was like the front of it was like Channing Tatum, the back was like a disgruntled, a disgruntled Nicholas Cage, and I'm like, hundred percent. Yeah, that is how my trees look. That's all good. It's yeah. perfect, right? I'm like at this point, I'm like, I just put a shot up against the wall to be fine. Yeah, so the, the corner, episode of Friends going. where Monica let everyone help yep. decorate the and tree, she rotated. and then, and then someone was like, "Oh, I'm surprised you let everyone help," and she's like. Yeah, of course. And yeah. then, like, when everyone's dead, she yeah. rotates it to the side that That's she so did. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. Well, let's go rotate some dishes together. We'll rotate some trees together. That's where we're, that's going to be next year's anniversary episode. Yeah. Awesome. Well, guys, thanks for coming out. Yeah, absolutely. Nikki, congratulations. Thank ben, you. congratulations. I'm glad you finally came on the show. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I'm really glad that Nikki allowed me to come on. This is like her thing. And, I, you know. Yeah, it's great. fun. This no, it's so great. Fun. And look, yeah. it worked out great for me. I got fed. It's perfect. I'm going yeah. home after this. Yeah, I'm so. taking out. <laughs> that was fun, right? If you want the uncensored director's cut or just to hear Ben squirm because I said that, visit our non-existent Patreon. Hey, it was a great time. Seriously, congratulations. I don't know why people get your chairs like you're still here. Um, congratulations, Nikki. I'm so glad to see you thriving. Thanks again for coming out here. Thanks for the delicious treats. Ben, man, that, the cake you sent me home with was delicious too. I may have eaten some of that with my bare hands, but I think that's what the fondant was intended for, right? It's kind of like a holder. Uh, <laughs> man, what a good time. Well, on that... I don't know. This is a part I normally, I don't normally go into the personal thing too much, but I like, you know, broke bone this weekend, rocking the cane. You can see it right here. Uh, and it sucks because it's like, last week I got in a car wreck and then I kind of hurt my right leg then, but it was mostly okay. And then I 
I can't even tell you the story. It's so ridiculous, but it's very funny. And I wish I had the footage, but I slipped and fell and hurt my left side, blah, blah, blah. My knees messed up. My ankles were a little broken here. A little, little minute fissure, no big, no huge deal. Um, but this is like my first real vacation day or two in forever here. Yeah, I mean, you all know, you see the social, you know, I'm like, I only work. And um, man, I'm going down to meet uh, this killer Australian man that we became friendly through well, I mean, I've been a fan a long time, but became friendly because of the show. Uh, and they're called Closure Moscow. I'm really, really excited about that. They're doing their first U.S. tour, or first leg of the U.S. tour in like nine years to support their new album. So I finally get to go and do that. And I did all this funny stuff like, hey, I'm going to book this hotel that's within walking distance of the venue. And then create an inability to walk at the last minute like it's ridiculous life's pretty good to me for the most part so it is funny when this stuff happens because it always happens like this but i just try to tell myself it's you know some form of balance you know balance that thing i'm lacking to control right now myself okay well hey everyone all kidding aside thanks for letting me tell you a little funny story about myself and more importantly thanks for watching the show appreciate you thanks for everybody who converted over to youtube today every subscriber counts i'm trying to hit ten thousand, and then i'll do something really cool all right, I'm going to get out of here. In the meantime, you can catch me out in the uh, aisles. I think that's the closer. The Jungle Gyms podcast is recorded in the WJJI studio inside Jungle Gyms International Market in Fairfield, Ohio. The Jungle Gyms podcast is produced and hosted by Mark Borison.